What do you think the important, like the, we talked about the intangibles as a, as a player, the important things that you think, some of the expectations, you know, you like players that are go-getters and, and are going to fight. They want to be, a, maybe they're not the best player, but they're going to try to be the best player no matter what. Are there things outside of that that are important? Like, do you look at how they perform in the classroom, anything else like that? Tom, I feel like this is more of your question. Yeah. A lot of kids get shocked when they get to the high school level and somebody tells them that they can't play this season because they're not eligible academically. And nobody, there's no such thing as being academically ineligible for little league baseball or youth football or anything like that. But there is an high school. So obviously we're constantly on them about academics and their attendance and not being late for school, you know. We tell them the key is to show up, be on time, don't draw any attention to yourself, and just get through the class, do the work, pass the, pass the work, and, and you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's when you don't show up and when you start being a pain in the neck, that's when you start having problems, especially in high school. On the field, Sports are strange because there is there are some things you can't teach. Mm-hmm. You can't teach sports IQ, and that's in any sport. You can't teach a, a running back, uh, you know, when is the correct time to you know cut back or to turn up the sidelines or to hit that hole. You can't t- you can't teach uh, a baseball player how to throw a ball ninety eight miles an hour basketball uh, IQ, you know, finding the open guy and, and just you, in any sport. I give you an example. I don't know about soccer. You have to ask Jamie on that one. Yeah, it just looks like people are running around kicking each other tonight <laughs> and nobody scored goals. Those no, no. But the, the, the big thing, and you can't teach it, is sports IQ. That's something that kids develop. Some kids are born with it. You see it from young, from a young age. Some you can see them develop it as they go on. Some kids figure it out. You can tell the kids that are listening and the kids that are not listening by the way they perform. Mm-hmm. But then there's something extra that they can do that you say, even as a coach, you say, "Wow, that wasn't the right decision to make." But what a unbelievable decision that was that was incredible and that's what we call sports iq you do something that's that's not taught mm-hmm. if you have the ability to do something that's not taught it's incredible you know that's what the that, that's what sports iq is and it, you, you love having those guys because they can get you out of jam sometimes <laughs> and they made some bad decisions <laughs> i also feel like that buys some kids at least with me a little bit of leeway like if they do something that seems dumb and I'm like, why did you do that? And they explain and I'm like, okay, yeah, I can, I can give you that one. (laughs) 
I also to continue kind of with that when things that I'm looking for, um, Mm -hmm. I think baseball IQ specifically baseball IQ for me is, is huge. And like Tom said, unfortunately, and I have been learning this over the last couple of years, you cannot teach that. Mm-hmm. There are people that get it and people that don't get it. Um, and hopefully those kids that don't get it eventually will. But sometimes they just won't. Mm-hmm. I also think that there is a huge difference between a look in the eyes and a yes, sir. And uh, yeah, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you, you know that kid doesn't get it. So I think that coachability and the focus and the willingness to learn also like Stuff as simple as who's going to be there early and what are they doing with their time when they're there early? Who's going to sit back and take some extra cuts or put up some extra shots or whatever it may be? Um, The kid that stays and cleans up the dugout afterwards, you know, if if we score a run, who's sitting on the bench talking about something else and who's out there meeting them, giving them a high five? The kid strikes out, who's out there picking them up, Who's has no idea what's going on? You know, if I say, hey, what's the count right now? and you just have a blank look on your face because you have no idea what's going on, you know, that tells me something. So I think there's a lot of little things that, you know, are baseball related or are related to whatever sport it is. But then there's the other, like just human, just kind of character stuff. I think the character stuff goes a long way. I can, you know, give me two kids that are, I've got a kid that's here and is a jerk and a kid that's here and is coachable and works hard and is willing to listen and learn. And I would take this kid all day. Yeah. I agree with something that that Tyler said. And that's, you can tell the kids that are listening and you can tell the kids that are focused on what, on what you're telling them. But also at the same time, some kids can be looking right at you and be looking right through you. And they're not listening to a word you say. And there are other kids, and this is the ones that I like. I love it when a kid comes up, asks me, cause that, and that's why I love being on the field in baseball, you know, like during batting practice or something. Coach, the other day, this happened. You had me playing here, and there was a bud situation. Uh, but there was, you know, a, left-hand, a right-handed hitter up, and you kind of had me. Yeah, I said it was, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of, I was getting close to the point where I was kind of worried about both things happening. You know, what do I do in that situation if I, you know, if I'm supposed to be taking the throw if the runner runs or, but if a bunch put down and I got to get to second base. I like kids that even, you know, have the capacity to ask a question Mm -hmm. like that. And it's 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 awesome because you know you get in, and you don't always have a great answer and you may sit there and have a discussion about it for a half an hour talking about it and you're both learning something at the same time mm-hmm. um, because you're trying to figure it out together. I love that it sounds to me anyway like the kid did what you asked him to do exactly and then later came and said hey why did I do that instead <laughs> yeah. of doing what he yeah. wanted. I, I appreciate that. He said, I was, he said, you know, we, there was a, we had a kid on the mound that didn't throw very hard and we had a big, strong right hand to hit her up. So I had the defense, you know, kind of shifted around and he was kind of playing up the middle. And it was kind of one of those situations where it might be a bunt situation with the kid probably bunt no. So I had him playing in a certain place, but he was thinking about it and he was worried about, you know, what if this did happen, you know, and I get stuck here, what's, you know, what, 
you know, what's the, what's the answer? And I said, I was honest about it. I said, I don't know. Let's talk about it and figure it out. What is a good answer? You know, and we, you know, you talk about it. And those are the kids, kids that ask questions like that, a far few and far between, you know, you have kids that ask you stupid questions just to, you know, get your attention and, and to try to try to trick you and into thinking that, uh, that they're in tune and trying to figure stuff out and they become pains in the next. But when somebody asks uh, a, a question that, that makes you think and you know for sure that they are asking it for the right reason is, you know, you know, we get it. The ones that are, that are all in. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Coaches Series with Tom Donahue and Tyler Dale.